You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Lifeline broadcast hosted by Apostle Shirley Jones. She is the senior pastor of Rehoboth Family Life Center, and we are located at 17900 Queen Anne Road, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, 20774. Service on Sunday is at 10 a.m., and we would be honored to have you come out to worship and fellowship with us. We are indeed being blessed by the Lord every Sunday. We have Bible study via teleconference every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. The dial-in number is 712-775-8972. The access code is 386-279. Apostle Jones' books, starting with Lifeline, When God Speaks, Volumes 1 and 2, as well as her third book titled, the ABCs of Leadership can be purchased at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and any place books are sold. You can also send your request to www.shirleyjjones.com to purchase the books along with a worship CD, Birth During Her Time, Sitting Before the Lord. Lifeline, When God Speaks, is a book of encouraging words that God gave for her life and now she shares to encourage you in your journey. Or... Get a copy of the ABCs of Leadership, which supports your growth as you walk through foundational principles of leadership, whether you're in the church or marketplace. So be sure to get a copy. Apostle Jones can be reached via email at apostlesjones at rehobotflc.org or by phone at 1-877-354-6084. She would love to hear from you. Remember, the broadcast is the first Monday of each month. Get the word out now to Lifeline Broadcast with Apostle Shirley Jones. Well, good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining me tonight for the Lifeline Broadcast. To God be all the glory. And to all of you that I've not spoken to yet this year, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! I am so looking forward to the new things in this year for my life and for your life as well. So hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. As always, I want to give thanks to the visionary and administrator of When Christians Speak Talk Radio Show, Reverend Ray Rose and Reverend Pat Randall, this platform that the simplicity of the gospel goes forth and that the truths cause the lives of people throughout the world to be changed. Hallelujah. I pray that all that they have a desire to see come to pass will come to pass as they step into the next dimension in destiny and purpose for this network. In Jesus' name, to God be the glory. Amen and amen. Well, I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. I'm so excited for the broadcast tonight, the first broadcast of 2019, and just excited to see what God's going to do in this broadcast and, and for the rest of the year. 
So, Father God, we just bless you tonight, and, and God, we honor you, Lord God, and give you praise and give you glory. Father, I thank you for this lifeline broadcast, God, and all that you're doing and all that you shall do. So, Father God, I pray even now in the name of Jesus that, God, that you would give your people a listening ear. I pray that tonight that, God, that they will hear something that will cause their life to change. I pray even now, God, for my guest as she comes forth, God, with a word to encourage your people. I pray that, God, that during this time together, that, Father God, as we lift you up, you said, if I be lifted up, that I would draw all men unto myself. So we pray tonight, God, that you be lifted up and that you would draw men and women unto yourself tonight. So we bless you, Lord God, for this platform and for this opportunity, and we pray, God, that you would be glorified and that your people may be blessed. So I thank you again tonight, Lord God. I bless you, I honor you, and I adore you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Well, I'm excited tonight. I'm really so excited tonight to have Apostle Sandra Higgins as my guest speaker. Uh, my guest tonight, she is the senior pastor of Covenant House of God located in Philadelphia. Her ultimate vision is to promote unity in the body of Christ, develop leaders, challenge, motivate, and instruct people of all denominations and cultural backgrounds to reach their maximum potential in Christ. She truly is a shepherd after God's heart and a model of holiness and godly love towards all. Apostle Higgins is also the covering for our church, Rehoboth Family Life Center. She and I have been friends for about 34 years, and she has always been supportive and encouraging to me. So it is my honor and my pleasure to have her hang out on the broadcast with me tonight. So good evening and welcome, Apostle Higgins, to the broadcast tonight. Good evening, Apostle Jones. Thank you so much for having me. So excited to to have you with with me tonight, and and we're just going to just go ahead and jump into our our piece, our discussion, and and see where it takes us. Amen. Okay. Yeah. Amen. 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 So what what I want to do first of uh, one of the questions that I had is um, what are you what are you sensing in your spirit? God is saying to the church. And um, one of the things a lot of times we as pastors, we have maybe a word that the Lord may give us at the beginning of the year uh, that filters through. And uh, so what what is God saying to you and what have you said to your church as far as the beginning of the year? Well, as far as the beginning of the year, um, we talked about the mindset of now. Amen meaning that God is ready to do some things at this very moment. However, um, even though I brought that word forth and I intend to preach about now for at least three months, I have to deal with their faith because um, some people's faith is dwindling. And I believe it's dwindling because um, they've been waiting praying and decreeing for certain things to happen, and it hasn't happened yet. And throughout the years, most most of us as pastors have preached about suddenly and immediately and right now and so forth. And so when God gave me the word now, I was a little hesitant to preach it because I didn't, didn't want them to bash me for saying another now. But I'm believing that God, <laughs> that God is 
is up to something, that he's preparing his church for the better at this time. So in order, one way to prepare is to do what God told Joshua in Joshua 1 and 8, is keep your word, keep his word in your mouth and to ponder over his word day and night. It's important that we speak forth the word of God and it's important that we read the word of God and study the word of God. In addition, he said, do what is written in my word. So we have to be doers of the word as well. That's paramount. And then he said, prosperity and good success will follow. And so, you know, sometimes people flip the script and they want the success and the prosperity without doing the A, Bs, and Cs that God has outlined. So going to do what he said, but we have to do our part as well. Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. And that, that is just so in line uh, with what God is, is speaking to us, too. Uh, um, I I had a message yesterday, and, and what I was saying to, to Rehoboth is uh, I kept hearing the, the phrase, um, come, uh, come before winter. And uh, the same thing, the Lord began to say that there are going to be, I believe, manifestations uh, that God is going to, about to bring upon the church, the manifestations of things in, in which he has promised and, and purposed that we're going to experience. But, and, I, and I like what you said because we can't just leave it right there with the manifestations of what God's going to do or the promises because there's another part to that. And uh, one of the things I said to them is that in that phrase, it's over in First Second Timothy uh, chapter 4, when, when mm-hmm. Paul tells Timothy, he says, you know, be diligent to come see me. But then when he drops down to like 4, I think it's 21, and he says, he says but be diligent to come before winter. And he mm-hmm. said because he understood that the ports, the navigation ports, the seas are closed during the winter months because it becomes very dangerous. And so, so I believe spiritually that he's saying to us, you know, don't wait until trials and tribulations come. Don't don't wait until you know you're, you're in a pinch. But but have have him to be our dwelling place. And in, and that's how we're going to be able to receive the manifestations of our blessing that there has to be a part that we, we do, and that's to stay grounded and rooted in him. Uh, over mm-hmm. in Psalm 91, 1, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And so it's when we abide there, when we are dwelling there, then, then we're in, in proper place to be able to receive all that God has for us. So I'm so glad you, you said that because, like you said, sometimes we'll give the, you know, the blessings coming, prosperity's coming, and, and, and then people, but we don't lead people to say that, but there's a place that you've got to be. You know, some things you've got to do. You've got to read his words. You got, there's just certain things you have to do. So it has to be a twofold message. And so I, I believe I'm on the same page as you. Yeah, yeah. it's about yeah. to do some things, but, but, but people have to be in that dwelling place with him. And, yeah, and then we're going to be postured for what he's going to do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have I'm to sorry. be positioned and postured for what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I, I believe um, in, in the last, I think, year or so, uh, whenever the Lord's given a word, I always prefix it with the fact that this may be what God is saying uh, for twenty, say twenty nineteen. But I always say, and He's given this to me beyond. It's not just twenty nineteen, but beyond, because God's word is a is an everlasting 
word. It's not just for now, but it's a word forevermore. And so what what would you say or what would you consider an evermore word and, and what would be the instructions for that word? Well, um, I agree totally with what you said because, you know, we have a tendency to say the word for a particular year. And I preference that with it's a word for your season or the season that God decides to give you that that he's promised. And whatever time he decided to give you the word 20, 2000 or 2019, whenever. But it's according to your season. Now, um, an ever more word. I, I, I think, first of all, he wants us to return to his first, the first love, Shirley. That's Amen. Amen. The first love. That's the forever word. You know, and then he said in Revelation 3, uh, he said, I know your works. They're either neither cold nor hot, cold or hot. But because you're lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. We, uh, the body is getting warm. Hmm. Um, in Galatians, he tells us to walk, walk in the spirit. The, the uh, Amplified says, I say walk and live habitually in the spirit. You just referred to Psalm 91. He wants us to live habit- habitually in the spirit, be in response and control and guided by the spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. Um, so forever word is first love him. A forever words, as far as I'm concerned, is be on fire for him, as Jeremiah was on fire for him. He had, you know, uh, fire locked up in his bones. Um, forever word is to be holy, Amen. as he is holy. You know, um, so much, and I, I don't, I love talking about prosperity and all of that, but um, we, we have to go back to the foundation of this thing and that's love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind and soul. Right. You know, and then, then everything else, everything else will follow. Yeah, because the word tells us. Hope I answered your question correctly. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. uh, Because the word tells us, you know, seek ye the kingdom of righteousness and all these things shall be added. So it's not that he doesn't want us to have the things. He just doesn't want the things to have us. Not at all. Not yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not at all. Amen. Also, I believe that there are there are parts um, for us, and when it comes to the manifestation and, and the purpose and promise. So, what would you say is the part of the believer uh, when it comes to the manifestation of purpose and, and promise? Uh, faith. Faith. Okay. Is paramount because without faith it's impossible to please him. And then another part for us is um, whatsoever you shall ask in prayer. So prayer, we need to get back into praying for the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And then believe and you shall receive, the Bible says. So faith Prayer and believing, number one. And uh, John said, First John said, and this is the confidence that we have in him, 
that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So when we're praying and expecting and anticipating from God, we should anticipate and expect what he's already dropped in our spirit. Because the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is spirit of truth. So he guides us into all truth, and he speaks what he hears, Father God and the Lord Jesus Christ saying. So they're having a conversation about us, and he reveals that to us. So this is our part. We have to, one, when we hear from him, when we hear from Holy Spirit, he gives us instruction. We obey what he says. We do what he says. And then the faith, the faith is paramount. You have to have faith because you can't please him without it. So those three ingredients, they will always work for me, faith, prayer, and believing. And the believing, it could be a week or it could be a month or it could be for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's there's no clock on that. There's no calendar with that. You have to believe until you see. But when I found out in the process of having faith and and, uh, prayer and believing is he's teaching you some things while you're waiting. Amen. The day that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. So if you're going to have renewed strength, that means that through that process, you may get a little weak. Yeah. Or you may get a little, you know what I'm saying? He's right there to renew your strength. Amen. Did I I interrupt you? No, uh uh-uh, no, not at all. Uh Yeah. So uh, that's what works for me. Amen. Amen. you know, just the word Matthew twenty one and twenty two. Amen, amen. And mm-hmm. you, you and I have been, we've been uh, knowing each other for thirty some years, and so we've we've had to walk out this faith thing, and uh, we've God had knows. to, <laughs> we've had to believe uh, some things in in prayer, um, but also, like you said, it's 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 believing and. And during those times when we're allowing our our faith to to be um, developed and increased, and and we're in, we're in prayer, we begin to see some things where we can use that as a I always call it as a measuring rod that I can say, but God, you did that then, and if you did that then, then I believe that you can do it now. And yeah. so, like you know, it, it renews uh, it renews our strength, and because we start to think about all the things that he's done in the past. And that's what David said. David says, soul, why is thy soul disquieted within me? Don't you remember, soul, what, what God did when, when Saul was on your case and you were running uh, running, and you were in caves? Don't you remember, soul? So sometimes we have to take that time before the manifestation of the promise comes forth. We have to just remind us of all that God has already done. And a lot of all times yeah. it takes some time. It's because he's, he's trying to strengthen us even the more yeah. to be able to believe and to be able to hold on to what he has for us. Well, you and, know, I, I, I believe this and I, I, I don't, um, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't doubt any, in any way that he's going to do what he said, but I don't, some things that he promised that he has promised is for our, children or their children mm-hmm. you know not everything yeah. that he's promised may not necessarily be for uh the person he's promised it to but god god thinks about generations 
Amen. That's, Amen. That's why the enemy comes to, you know, uh, steal from my kids. Yeah. Know, or keep, yeah. keep them from believing at the level we do because um, he knows that it's going to trickle down to them. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 the prayer, the promise is going to hover over them, you know? So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think everything is for us, but I plan to get everything that's for me. Amen, amen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Amen. Well, I'm in, you know I'm in agreement with that. <laughs> Everything that has my name on it, yeah. Everything. That's what I say. I'll tell you. I say that all the time. I want everything that got my name on it. I want that's it. If right. it's got Shirley J. Jones, then that's me, and I want that. Absolutely. I, I want to be Absolutely. able. To, I want to be able to. I want to be able to have that. But I, I believe, though, I do believe, like you said, that blessings trickle down because um, I and they've heard me say this before. I, I believe that part of me walking in this mantle. Um, and being a preacher is because God has honored who a woman that I've never met, uh, my great-grandmother who used to pray all the time. They just told me that she used to pray all the time for her family, you know, not mm-hmm. only her family that she could see, but her family that was forthcoming, which is me. And uh, and I just believe that God honored her walk before him, and therefore that mantle has fell on me because of her. And yeah. so I, I totally can agree, agree agree with that because, um, I, I just believe I believe that I, be, I believe that I look at some of my I look at my children even now and my grandchildren you know and I could see some things developing in them uh, that that God is allowing it to trickle down uh, upon their life as well. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I believe that's why the attack is so great on our children, uh, even in the young people, because the enemy does not want them to be able to obtain uh, that trickle down blessing. And so Absolutely. if he can get them to walk contrary when they're young, then he's trying to knock them off so that they can't um, they can't walk in where what they're called to be. I know one time you and I, you and I had a conversation and, and and you said to me, "But what is God calling for for them?" You know, and this way when we can see what God is calling for them, we can begin to pray and call that thing forth in their lives. Exactly. No matter what yeah. they're doing. No matter what they're doing. You have right. to know. You have to know God's purpose for your kids. And when you know Amen. God's purpose for their kids, you can bypass what you see in the in the present and go right to their future in prayer. Amen. And call call things that are not as though they were. Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Yeah. That right there should, should, bless, should, should bless us tonight, right there what she just said, because I, mean, I remember her and I having that conversation, you know, where things may look kind of to the left, but 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 what is purpose and destiny on their lives and and that will also I think help us have maybe less sleepless nights mm-hmm. and maybe not be as stressed out about what we see in our in our offsprings in our grandchildren or children's lives when we can identify what purpose and plan and destiny that God has for them and then we can Absolutely. engage our energy in that more so than in worrying about where they are. Yeah, and that's where your faith comes in because, I mean, it, you know, you see your kids doing, you know, or saying or going through some things that may affect even the parents. But you have to come to a place of peace so that you can uh, begin to forge ahead with their future and decree it out of your mouth. You know, and I had that experience with my daughter years ago, 
and the Lord taught me that lesson that you you know okay this is what's going on in her life right now, but I, I'm going to give you a vision for her. And so I begin to prophesy over her, and everything that he told me to say has come to pass today in this hour. Amen. Amen. So it's, it's, it's real. It's real. Amen. I'm a witness. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm quite sure there, there are a lot of people on the line tonight that can take that take that right there and, 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 mm-hmm. begin, and begin to apply it into their lives and speak it over their kids' lives and, and uh, over their grandchildren's lives and, you know, even even over their marriages, even. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, uh, that when we get a true picture of what God said it's going to be, not what it looks like or what it is, but, but what is God saying about the situation. Amen. Yes, He'll give you like, a vision for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. open my eyes, God, that I can see. Uh, you know, like when, when Elijah said, open, open my servant's eyes that he can see that there's more with us than with the enemy. And mm-hmm. so God opened my eyes and I can see not what the enemy's doing in my grandchild's life, but but show me, God, what you say is supposed to be and what it's going to be. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, indeed. somebody needs to take that. I'm taking that again tonight because you and I already had that conversation. But, but uh, somebody else needs to take that one tonight and just write that thing down, regardless of what it looks like, what it seems like, but what is God speaking uh, to you tonight in regards to to your offspring? Amen. We all have a purpose. We all have a purpose. Every one of us, you know. And with the help of God, our children will walk out their purpose in this life, you know. The enemy, you know, is like um, the spirit of Pharaoh is alive today in uh, killing children, you know. And so as Christians, we know the word. We can speak a word of protection over our kids and decree that they will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord in Jesus' name. So we have that authority to do that. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah something you said, too, is like, you know, that they have purpose and they have destiny. If we're, if we're upon the earth and we've been allowed to, to grace the earth, it's because we have purpose and we have destiny. Nobody's here mm-hmm. just to take up space. Um, Not at God, all. Yeah, God had purpose and destiny to allow, regardless of how we got here, the fact that we got here and we're here, then there's something that God had in mind for us. And, and, we, and we want our, our offspring, we want our children, our grandchildren and great-grandchildren to be able to walk in, in those places as well. Amen. 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 And they will. And yeah. they will. Let the and they of the will. Lord say, it is so. It is it so. It is so. Yeah. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. So what are you, and we probably kind of touched on this a little bit, uh, what are, what are some of the things that hinder us in partnering with God? Um, I think fear of the unknown. Okay. Um, we we serve a God who we can't see, but we have faith and we believe He's with us. Uh, and when He steps into our lives in full force and starts giving us direction and telling us to go here and go there and do that and we still think we're three times seven plus one, and you know, and we're big enough to do what we want to do. We don't have to obey him. We can't see him. He's uh, he understands. We make all types of excuses to not partner with him, um, because we have some of us have natural partners mm. or people who are in our ear. And so, and when God says step out, it 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 it's um 
it can be a little intimidating because he takes us by a way that we've never been before. And so for most most times, it's easy to, easier to stay in your comfort zone, you know, because he did take us by the way of the wilderness when all we had to do was cross the street. So yeah. um, it's, it's unknown what he's going to do, and that's where your trust comes in and your faith comes in because – um, you really have to da- uh, dummy down to follow God. You really just dummy down. You, you just forget everything that you thought you knew and grab hold of everything that he tells you. So it's fear of the unknown. And then um, comparison of the negative relationships that one may have had with their natural parents, uh, ten- ten- a tendency to compare how, uh, if it's negative, daddy treated me or mommy treated me or uncle treated me and so forth and so on. And so we sometimes tend to equate God with the natural father or the natural authorities that were in our lives. And, and if they uh, brought negativity into your life, then that's how we see him. So we don't have a clear picture of his goodness and his grace and his mercy and his love and kindness. So he has to then go into proving his love to us. And that may take a while because the heart is callous and the heart is it's not pliable. So it's, it, we can't partner with Holy Spirit and, and go by the way he teaches us. And then failure to spend um, time with him. If you spend time with him, then you, you will become familiar with his ways and the person of Jesus Christ. And, again, that, um, that takes dedication to just be with him. And sometimes he'll, he'll talk and sometimes he won't. Yeah. You know, but it, 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 so it, it, I think that's why some people just don't partner with God. They don't follow him the way um, – that he would want us to you. I mean, proof is, you know, the attendance at church of churches on Sunday, you know, and then when people walk out, you say, how was the service? Oh, it was good. The choir sung and, and, you know, what did the preacher preach? They can't remember. So they're not retaining the word. Right. Right. You know, so um, those are just a few reasons why there are many more, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it, it it takes trust and it takes faith to partner with a God who you can't see. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that's you know, yeah. I, I I can say for myself is in the beginning um, when God would, you know, I didn't feel special, I didn't feel like it was going to be okay, and He kept telling me it was going to be okay, and and I was special, but I didn't feel any of that, and yeah. so finally, as finally after He kept telling me and. You know, I got into his word, and I was going to church and allowing the word to find me out and, and move those hindrances out the way that I could finally one day agree with him and say, you know what, girl, you're going to be all right. So because there were things blocking it, my, my own personal view of life and myself, you know, mm-hmm. that now all God has to now come in and, and remove all of that till we get finally get to a place of being in agreement with him that we are going to be okay and then we can begin to hear and move into the places in which he's called for our lives. And that's Absolutely. like that's not something that happens overnight. No. Mm-mm. No, it does it's, not. No. Yeah, it's a it's, process. Uh, you know, it's years, years of clutter, years of hurt, years of pain, 
you know, years of disappointment. And um, he has his way is, he said, my ways are not your ways, my thoughts are not your thoughts. So we have to learn a whole new way of living, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it takes time. It takes yeah. time. Yeah. You know. But because it's well worth it. Yeah, you know, we we're we're living in the you know, in the in a he's telling us now, you know, you're in a kingdom. You know, we don't know anything about kingdom. Exactly. You know, we know city. I know Philly, you know. I know Maryland now, but I don't know I I didn't know kingdom. So I had mm-hmm. to learn and all the rules and the regulations and the locations of things and how it's governed. It's all totally different than the it's world totally that we were brought up in. Yeah. In addition to that, you have to learn how to live out of your spirit and not out of your flesh. Right. But that's, right. That, you know, um, that takes a while. <laughs> yeah. You know, to learn yeah. how to let your spirit man dominate and not have your flesh man dominate. Because yeah. it's your spirit that communicates with him. It's your spirit that will help you overcome the woes and the trials and the tribulations of life. Amen. Amen. Yeah, oh. Amen. it's um, Amen. it's a it's a journey, and it takes a lifetime to to walk it out. And you know what? He's with you every step of the way. Yeah, Amen. Every step of the way. because you know, it's, it's it is his desire that we uh, become the best, and that we um, we find out what purpose and destiny is for our lives. That's his desire uh, mm-hmm. for us to to walk in purpose and and walk, walk in destiny. So he's going to do his part, you know, if we allow him to continually just do, to just do his part so that, that we can become all that, that God has called us, called us to be. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So, so mm-hmm. what, what, what would you say, and and we, I know we've been kind of hitting in this too, um, that causes us, what can we do now to truly effectively walk in the parts in which God has called us, I know you've you've kind of hit on that about faith and prayer. What 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 else can we do uh, as far as walking effectively? You know, not every now and then, not straddling the fence, but but truly truly giving ourselves over to God. How how do we how do we do that? Well, the only way you can do it, as far as I know, is to develop a relationship with Him. We are the word of God. Um, the Bible says those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them, and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. So reading the word brings about a relationship. Or it, it just talking to him some people, you know, they think, oh, I'm praying. But it's, it's conversation all day, all day. Just developing that relationship with him will cause us to have an intimacy. And then with the intimacy, our walk becomes better because we know for a fact that he's with us. So your walk, your walk changes. What you used to do, you can't do. Where you used to go, you can't go. It's, it's, it's a supernatural phenomenon that takes place within. You, you, you just wake up and it's, it's just, you're a new person. You don't know what happened last night while you were sleeping, but you know something happened. There's a person you used to date 
You, you don't like him no more. You don't like her anymore. Changes begin to take place that are just, like I said, supernatural phenomena begin to happen. And before you know it, you're just totally in love with God. So that would help our walk with him. And then the other thing is obedience, is to follow his instructions. And out, out of that is born your vision and your reason for being. So this, this, those three points right there will help our walk. And it, it, there's so much more, but that will help our walk, you know, cause us to be effective uh, walking with him. I know uh, myself personally, until I, uh, until I fell in love with Jesus, um, you know, I wasn't all the way there. But once I had that relationship, I was, you know, 1,000% for the Lord, 1,000%. Whatever he told me to do, I was willing to do it because I had an experience and an account, encounter with him, and I knew he was real. Amen. Amen. So, you know, uh, you know I would just thank about myself and whatever he asked. It's a yes and an amen. 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 Yeah. Yeah, and I've, 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 I've watched you walk through that, and, and um, you know, when we do have that intimate relationship with him, um, you you know, even when you don't, even it's not even so much of understanding it, what he asks, because sometimes you don't understand it. But because you have an understanding that he loves you and mm-hmm. that he has your best interest at heart, that even when my head can't can't compute it, but my spirit man is at peace knowing that I've heard from God and, and so therefore I'm willing to do whatever he says do even when my head don't understand it. Uh, Absolutely. A lot of times your head ain't going to understand it because it's not about head knowledge, but it's about spirit. As you said, you know, we got to live out our spirit, man, and not out of our fresh, fleshly nature. And so yeah. it is important yeah. that we have that intimate relationship with him. And, and whatever he says, I know I know it's going to work out for my good. I don't know how sometimes. I, I don't, but I, oh, you know what I say? I said, it is not my concern of how. My concern is that he said it was going to. And so, therefore, yeah. I'm, going to do, I'm going to do what he says that he's asking me to do. Amen. It's Amen. like, uh, like fault, you know, when you, most people have been in love with somebody. You know, when you fall in love with a person, I mean, in love, um, the sky's the limit for them, you know, just whatever. Right. Whatever you want, I'm going to do. You do everything to please that person. It's the same with the Lord. He gave us that love for each other. But he, then he has a deeper love. So the same way you would love your mate or your husband or your wife and, and do anything they ask and buy the best for them and, and say the kindest words to them and make them comfortable in any way you can, it's the same with the Lord. But it's on a whole nother plane, another level. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know and and mean? the wonderful part about it is it's, it's, it's not just one-sided. You know, it's not just me loving him like that, but – but him already loving me like that, and now oh, I'm really, going to yeah. love him back the way he loves me, and oh, and no, that's we try we try to love him like that. We we can't touch it, but we try. No, not not to <laughs> that extent, but the, when we begin to to learn how to how to love him. Yeah, um, love of course him. He, he loves us. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Absolutely. I'm going to give you about ten. I'm going to give you about ten minutes. And uh, I'm just going to let you just, if you would just take about 10 minutes to mm-hmm. encourage people, to encourage the people in the benefits of, of walking with God. Okay. 
Okay. Um, well, the Bible tells us that we've been given power to become the sons of God, which is a, a great privilege. We are, whether you're male or female, we are sons of God because there's really no gender in heaven. Um, the Bible tells us that we are no longer called servants, but we are called friends for all things that I have, the Lord says, that I have heard of my father, I have made known to you. So as a child of God, and he said, I give you power to become, that's the ability to become, that's the ability to call him daddy. Um, He says, I'm going to not only call you my son and my daughter, but I'm going to call you my friend. Being that you're the friend, then he begins to say, uh, I'm going to tell you some secrets. The Bible says in uh, Psalm 25 and 14, the secret of the sweet, satisfying companionship of the Lord have they who fear and reverence and worship him. And he will show them his covenant and reveal to them its deep inner meaning. So here, as a son, as a friend, we have the opportunity and the privilege of knowing the mind of Christ and having the mind of Christ and then those secrets that he reveals to us. Isn't it wonderful to know that you you can um, uh, partner with God in such a way that he will tell you some things that's going on or before they happen or tell you what was on his mind concerning you, your husband, your wife, your children, because he's revealing secrets. And then those things that are going on in heaven that we don't know about, he begins to reveal to us. So then we can, we can talk in, from a, a rhema point, which is revelation. We begin to, he says, I'll, um, to pray. Paul said to the Ephesian church, ask me or ask God for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. He wants us to be privileged to know what he's thinking about. Glory to God. And then he says, Behold, I have given you authority and power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and physical and mental strength and ability over all the power that the enemy possesses. And then he says, nothing shall in any way harm you. We fight an unseen enemy, the devil and his the devil and his demons. We we are fighting them. They're against us. The Lord the Lord says in um uh John ten and ten that the enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. That's what he does. But he said, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Okay, so you got two choices there. Are you going to let the devil kill, steal, and destroy from you? No, because now you have the power, the dunamis, the ability, the supernatural strength to trample over the enemy. You have the power to speak forth anything. Like I said like this, if you step in my house, you got the wrong house devil because you're going to have a fight on your hands. Are you listening to me? And so he tells us in Ephesians also that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and the rulers of the darkness. Put on the armor of God. And then he says, having done everything you can do, stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girded about with truth. And he goes on with the different parts of the armor. So have being a son, 
you have authority over the enemy. Being a son, you have power over the enemy. Being a son, nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, you say, oh, I've been hurt and things have happened to me. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. In all things, the Bible says, work together for good, for those who love the Lord and call according to his purpose. If anything has come your way, listen, anything has come your way, if you put it in the pot called working together for good, it's going to work together for your good. In the end, you will call yourself, as the Bible calls you, more than a conqueror, an overcomer. The Lord said, I have defeated the enemy. He has defeated him for you. And so all you have to do is is use the powers that he has given you and put the enemy under your feet in Jesus' name. In addition, the Bible tells us that we have treasure or wealth in our earthen or our frail vessels. Inside of your frail vessels, there is wealth and there are treasures that the excellency of the power, the might and strength may be of God and not of us. He loves us so much as sons and daughters put wealth inside of you. He put gifts inside of you. He put place an anointing inside of you. And he's trusting you with the precious treasures of heaven. He's trusting you to use it for his glory that he might be glorified. Remember, our vessels are frail. But inside of your frail vessel, you're loaded with wealthy stuff, good stuff, great stuff that you can use to walk throughout this journey, that you can use for the glory of God. David asked the question, what is a man that thou art mindful of him? What what is it about us? that will cause him to be so mindful of us. Well, he tells us in Genesis that he created man after his own image. So you look like your daddy and you act like your father. Are you listening to me? You're created in his image. Everything, if you read Genesis, was created after its own kind. And we are created after the very image of God. And so when Jesus came back, he came back to restore everything that the enemy took from us. And so now all we have to do is execute the power and the authority in the earth and get back what belongs to us. Get back your possessions. Amen? Walk in that sound mind. Walk in that power. Walk in that love. Walk in the anointing. Don't let the devil steal your identity. What is a man that thou art mindful of him or think think of him. So he's telling us, David is telling us, listen, God is thinking about you. I have not seen nor have ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him. And And then he says, but the spirit of God reveals the deep and profound things. So you have to partner with Holy Spirit in order to hear what God is discussing about you. Can you imagine the Lord Jesus Christ and our Father God talking about Joan and John and Catherine and Mary and Jim and James and all of you, whatever your names are, he's discussing your plans, the plans for your life 
right now. And if you partner with Holy Spirit and begin to have an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, you will hear exactly what God is saying about you for your life. Amen? First Corinthians 4 and 1 tells us, is my time up? You want me to stop? No, go ahead. You're good. You're good. Okay. First Corinthians 4 and 1 tells us that we are stewards, we are managers, and we are overseers of the mysteries of God, the mysteries of God. We are so privileged. The secret things, the Bible says, belong unto the Lord, but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children, that we may do all the words of the law. Not only do we get to know the secrets, but you can pass them down to our, your kids, your great-grandkids. Keep going down generations. The secret things, good stewards. Be a good steward over what God trusts you with. Be a manager, a good manager over what God has given you. And be a great overseer of the mysteries of God. And once you begin to be responsible for what he's given you, he will give you more and more and more. For he will do exceeding and abundantly above all you could ask or think, according to power that works in you. Keep the power working inside of you. Amen? And then Jeremiah 31 and 3 says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I have drawn you with unfailing kindness. Here you have his love that's unconditional. You have new mercies every day, and you have the compassion that fails not. Nobody can love you like God loves you. Nobody on this earth can love you with an everlasting love like our Lord Jesus Christ. So if you haven't allowed him to love you to the fullest, the height, the depth, the width, the breadth of that love. If you haven't experienced that yet, I invite you to invite him into your heart with all his love. One time, I, I you know, I, I, I got on the floor and I just said, uh, you know, I was looking for love in the wrong places and I just said, God, I'm not getting off this floor until you show me the love that's available to me. And he did it. I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but he did it. And my life changed forever because I, I, it felt like liquid love just dropping into my spirit. And I've been sold out ever since. Amen? Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's all. Thank you so, so, so much. I know we. I'm encouraged. Everybody on the line, I'm quite sure, is encouraged that we – this is the place that we need to walk. We have to have a relationship with him. And I was going to ask you, you kind of did it. I was going to ask you to throw that line out for salvation uh, for anybody that's on the line that that never has had that experience of loving God and, and him loving them and, and turning from walking in the natural and, and wanting to be fed by the Spirit. So if you could just, just walk them through the plan of salvation, uh, the prayer of salvation uh, for anybody that may be on the line tonight. Okay. Um, first of all, salvation is a gift from God. It's, you don't have to pay for this. You don't have to work for for the gift of salvation. Romans 10 and 9 tells us if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ and if you believe in your heart that God 
raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, a person believes unto righteousness, and with your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. It's, it's very simple. You don't have to change anything. You just come just as you are and just confess with your mouth that you believe that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. If you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'd like for you to repeat after me. Father, I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins in Jesus' name. I repent and turn from sinning. I believe that Jesus died and rose again for my sins. Now say, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Not just save me, but be your Lord. He wants to get in your business. He He wants to order your steps and tell you when you need to turn right and turn left. Jesus, I also ask you to fill me with Holy Spirit. Now, if you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I would encourage you to find a church home that will enable you to grow and become more and more familiar with your Lord and Savior. Amen? God bless you. I want you to know angels are rejoicing because you have joined the kingdom of God. God bless you for making the right decision. Amen. 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 And if you are on the line and you've made that decision tonight, uh, let me know. Send me an email because I have some additional information that I'd like to send uh, to you to help you on your new on your new journey. Well, we have entirely been blessed, truly been blessed tonight. And Apostle Sandra Higgins, I am so glad to have had you on the line tonight. You have blessed us tonight. And I thank God for you taking time to come on the broadcast. And I pray that God will continue to keep you, provide for you, strengthen and anoint you for the journey ahead in Jesus' name. In Jesus' thank name. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you so much. And the same Amen. to you. Amen. Well, we're just going to just close out in prayer. And, God, we just bless you tonight for the word and, God, for this time that we've had to come together, God. And we thank you for your love. God, more than anything, we thank you for your love and your forgiveness. And, Father God, your presence in our lives, that we don't have to live a life by ourselves, that we have you working it out, working in us, and walking with us. And for that, my Lord, we are grateful. I pray that, God, that you would bless these, your people. I pray that you would bless Apostle Sandra Higgins tonight for taking time, Father God, to spill her at your will, that she's allowed you to speak to us and to encourage our heart. So, God, we thank you for this time of this broadcast. And we honor you and we adore you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. 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 Well, once again, Apostle Sandra Higgins, thank you. And I want to say thanks to everybody for being on the broadcast tonight. And join me again next month. Be blessed and please hold for the final words. God bless you. We thank you for joining us on the Lifeline broadcast. And pray you've been blessed. Again, our church is Rehoboth Family Life Center, located at 17900 Queen Anne Road, Upper Marlboro, Maryland, 20774. Apostle Jones would love to hear from you. She can be reached via Apostle S. Jones at 
rehobothflc.org or by dialing 1-877-354-6082. Until next month's broadcast, good evening and God bless. You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Lewis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful, a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, I want to introduce our newest broadcast that joined us in 2018, The Marriage Take Over the Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. They will be addressing a wide range of topics that will serve to encourage you and to strengthen your marriage. So remember that every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the marriage take over the body of one. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a nonprofit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. 
When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. So all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Hey family, we are excited to have two new broadcasts added to the When Christian Speak Talk Radio Network. Marriage Takeover, The Body of One, hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. It airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our hosts cover a wide range of topics to help build stronger marriages. They leave nothing off the table. Our newest broadcast, R3, Real Life, Real Men, Real Talk, premieres Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and will air every second Sunday of the month. Our hosts, Elston Green, Cleophas Malone, Antonio Mitchell, and Ray Rose will create a space by men and for men to have real conversations. It's time to be free, men, from false standards and the expectations of society, family, and self. You don't want to miss this first show this Sunday, October 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 